Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. New show alert. Don't miss the debut of BetQL Tailgate Kickoff, Saturday morning at 9 Eastern with Ryan Horvat. He's here to gear you up for an action-packed day of college football. Whether you're a seasoned better looking for the last-minute edge or a newcomer eager to dive into the world of college football wagering, this show is for you. So please make sure to check it out. So, Aaron, as I look at the latest American League West standings, the Rangers lead the way at 72-54. and 54. The Astros are just a half game back, but one game back of the division lead, the Seattle Mariners. Now, clearly my angels are, are in deep, deep trouble right now. I was going to say, Mike yes, Trout won for four in his return? Um, just um, imagine sending Mike Trout out there to just get slaughtered. Like, just let the guy go home. Like, imagine trading for Lucas Giolito and Randall Gritchick and thinking that's going to do anything for you for a full season. Let Mike Trout go home. You're not playing for anything. God. No, that's wrong. Mariners are one game back in this division. <laughs> Even though you and I, Aaron, have talked extensively about the Rangers and the Angels, if the Mariners come in and crash this whole party and win the division and get a bye in the American League postseason, what do we do here? Like, what, what kind of tragedy would that be for us? It would be a big tragedy because the Astros were the favorite And so, you know, when I placed my Rangers bet to win the division, I wasn't planning on the Mariners to upset everything. I thought it would be someone like the Astros, maybe even the Angels, but not the Mariners. That is a team I overlooked. Um, They had kind of disappointed me a bit last year. And so I had backed off of them this season, and here they come, red hot. Some of us said Mariners division before the season, but I digress. Hola. That's a digression, Jake. <laughs> Wrong use of that word. Jake. Sweet brag. Um, Thank you. Yeah, right. Uh, well, you know, it's, yeah, just, it's that... just good to get the cards on the table anytime you want to take a jab about anything else that, you know, might have well, been from season. Well, you past, are the sharpest Aaron. baseball better on the show. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hmm. Yes. I, I mean, this is wild, the, the run that they're on. I mean, I feel like I killed them off earlier this year, that they had no chance even to make uh-huh. the postseason. And, they and didn't now, do anything at the trade deadline. Right. Like, there was nothing. And then all of a sudden, like, what was their biggest calling card? Positive regression that was supposed to happen for them. And now here they are going crazy. And now for our MLB card, I find myself backing them in some way. The question is how. And to me, uh, the answer is fairly simple because I have George Kirby as uh, a Cy Young dark horse. Now is another opportunity for me to back him uh, against the White Sox, uh, who, by the way, uh, have fired their front office for the most part. uh, So they've realized they need to start from scratch. So combine that with uh, George Kirby uh, potentially having another fantastic outing. Uh, to me, the way that I settled on this was to go George Kirby hits allowed under six and a half at minus 150. To me, yeah, it's a bit expensive, but I'm fine with him expecting to, you know, have a just a nice, comfortable outing uh, for this day game. It's funny when I was looking at StatCast uh, stuff for George Kirby, you look at his heat map, for four seam fastballs, 
It's just a thing of beauty. It's not scattered everywhere. It's not, you know, little pockets here and there. It's just a nice little red bullseye and then, you know, colored on the outsides, like little Coronas or something. But yeah, it, it, it's just a thing of beauty. He knows what he's doing. A thing of beauty. I love it. So I was looking at Red Sox at Astros. You've got Sale mm -hmm. for the Red Sox. Um, his ERA 450, his expected ERA 363, his XFIP 375. So all of that in terms of his advanced metrics, better than his ERA. Um, on the road, though, 520 ERA. Urquidy mm. for the Astros, 521 ERA. Very similar uh, to sales road era expected era 412 xfit 475 and he's pretty good at home his era at home 435 so i was thinking of backing the astros here first five run line now this number is uh a little bit all over the place uh one book has them as plus one and a half first five now that is heavily juiced minus 278 so i will not be doing mm. that but i will take Minus half a run, plus 130, first five for the Astros today. Okay. I like that. I, I think that's a good play. I like that one a lot. Uh, Shoei Otani's on the mound for the Angels. Yes, so he is. So we got to get to that right. Definitely have to do that one. And my process is similar to, you know, one of the last times that I backed him where, yeah, the pitching numbers should be good for him, but you're looking at a strikeout prop of seven and a half and – you know, some really high numbers as far as outs go where, you know, it, it is a lot to ask of him. And so I wonder how much value there is there in general, even though he's got all the potential in the world. But what's been interesting with him is that his hitting has been really, really good on days that he pitches for some random reason. So I look at a home run prop for Otani at being three to one for someone wow. who's hit a lot of them. I wonder if that's the time to pounce. Yeah, that's a good one. I was looking at first five in this one. So I looked at Abbott for the Reds. By the way, this morning I hadn't had enough coffee. And I was like, is this Abbott related to Jim Abbott? Apparently no, in case you were wondering. this. <laughs> Jim I know. I was like, I haven't heard that name in a while until I went to fan graphs and saw his name. And I was like, wait a second. Are they related? They are not. So hopefully I saved you some time there. But um, thank, you. thank you. I'm thinking I'm going to back the Angels first five on the run line. Uh, minus 115, minus half a run. I think it's a good spot to back Otani here. His home ERA is 275. So he's been pitching very well at home. Yeah, I expect a good outing out of him. And that was just a tragic way to lose for the Angels last night where uh, it was basically one defensive error leading to two runs and then Ellie De La Cruz being able to score from first because he's insanely fast. That Usain Bolt-like uh, speed around the bases. So that there is that. And sometimes, like, if you are a really fast runner – that you can affect the defense because then suddenly they're having to, you know, charge the base a little bit more and not pay attention to where the ball is bouncing, those kinds of things. 
it, it is funny how well De La Cruz has sort of impacted the game just by being a mere presence out there uh, instead of, you know, the, the actual physical traits of getting from one base to the next or hitting it out of the park, whatever it is. His mere presence is affecting uh, opposing defenses. And so, uh, again, fantastic player, no doubt about it. But uh, to me, this is a, a time to back Otani in some way. So that one makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Uh, Kenta Maeda versus Corbin Burns uh, here in this one. Uh, twins going up against the Brewers. Both pitchers have excellent histories against their opponent with somewhat smaller sample sizes. So I wonder if Twins' uh, first five money line at plus 105 offers some value. Corbin Burns is probably due for a little bit of regression. And even though Minnesota is uh, the most disappointing division leader out there, uh, to me, this might be a time uh, to back the Twins, at least to make this close uh, in the early going. I like it. I like it. I didn't look at that one. I did look at Blue Jays at Orioles. Gaussman for the Jays uh, versus mm-hmm. Flaherty. I actually think I might back the Jays here on the road. First five. So Gaussman, his road ERA is 338. And Flaherty at home, his home ERA is 563. So I thought this might be um, a good opportunity to back. We actually have an Blue update Jays. to that game. Flaherty was scratched. It's Dean Kramer now. Oh, he... oh. Okay, good. then. Well, thank you for that. Hmm. Okay. Any thoughts now? Shoot. I got to look up Kramer. Mm-hmm. He's not good against the Blue Jays. They have very good history against him. Okay, so back the Blue Jays. While you're doing that. uh, I'll just do Blue. I'll stick with it. Blue Jays' first five run line. Wanted to back them anyway, and this apparently will not change my thought process there. So So Dean Kramer against this Blue Jays lineup, 153 plate appearances. They're hitting 279, slugging 485. Expected batting average, 302. Expected slugging, 520. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good at all. Hammer the Blue Jays. Blue Jays want to stay in contention there, so they got to win games like these. So that one, I think, exactly is good. Uh, By the way, uh, as far as uh, how insane the Mariners have been playing, Julio Rodriguez over one and a half total bases is minus 150. Oh, man. Yeah. That's not fair. No, it's not. That, that's not good. I mean, that, that's expensive. Um, if you think he slows down at some point, it's plus 110 to go under one and a half total bases. Well, uh, do you think? Because I haven't had a chance there. to really talk to you about that. Do you think they can stay hot or are they going to fall off? Are they peaking too soon? I, this run is not sustainable for another month, I don't think. Uh, they could still play well. So, I mean, making the postseason is probably good. Uh, but <laughs> still, though, like, the Astros are in this as well. And yeah. they could very well win this division. I almost feel like that maybe the Astros, like, once everybody's kind of healthy and, and, you know, back to normal, maybe that's the ball club that, goes on one more epic run like if if anybody i think is due for that it might be the astros i wonder if the number got any better with this uh mariners hot streak if you could find any better value on the astros probably not but yeah i'm sure for the most part agrees with me there yeah 
Uh, let's yeah. see. American League West. Yeah, Astros are the favorites at plus 120. You know, predictable. Uh, Rangers plus 150. Mariners plus 280. I wonder if that's worth a flyer. Because I, I think everyone's yeah. kind of expecting, like, the Mariners to kind of come back down to reality. And I'm certainly expecting that. But what if they don't? Uh, or what if the Astros and Rangers come back down to reality? There's also a path for that, where even if Seattle you know, doesn't play as well in September, maybe nobody does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm already invested with the Rangers, so I'll probably stay away, but... I, I mean, I love the Mariners since I grew up from in Seattle. I'm, I would be happy to see them win it, even if I have that Rangers bet. But I don't think it changes your mind at all. The final three series of the season for the Mariners goes Rangers, Astros, Rangers. Yeah, so they're going to play against each other head to head. And and the last so two series against the Astros and the Rangers are both at home. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. I'm excited, at least. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have to be careful, like, maybe not now, but definitely in the next couple of weeks because some of these division leaders are going to be playing against each other or those in contention for a division win will be playing against each other. So strength of schedule almost doesn't matter anymore. And that probably happens in the next couple of weeks. Uh, But that is going to be fun, though. Rangers, Mariners, potential division crown on the line. I'm stoked. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a good time. Hopefully uh, let's see. The Rangers. Hmm. Uh, let's see. We've got the Giants and the Phillies uh, going at it. Alex Cobb against uh, Michael Lorenzen. I wonder if now is the time to, you know, back Lorenzen again. Uh, and, and look, I mean, Alex Cobb, you know, is very good uh, up in his own right. So, uh, looking at sort of their uh, histories uh, against their respective ball clubs. Uh, once I kind of pull that up. Um, yeah, uh, Cobb's only an 18% strikeout rate. Uh, batting average allowed 197. That's not good. Uh, Lorenzen, you know, numbers are a little bit better. Close to a 30% strikeout rate for him. Um, at the same time, I, I still like Cobb's stuff for the most part. So I wonder if just betting the under nine runs total for the game at minus 120 at last check. Uh, That's probably where I'm most comfortable just because I'm expecting a fairly good pitching matchup here. I like it. I looked at Mets at Braves, and I I ultimately couldn't decide what to do with this game. Quintana for the Mets, pretty well evenly matched up with Morton for the Braves. I mean, Quintana has a better ERA, 303 versus Morton's 354. So I thought, okay, but it's still the Braves. And Morton at home, his ERA is 356. So I think this is probably a first five Braves spot for me on the run line. That makes sense. I wonder if there's a batting prop, too, that kind of stands out there. Like probably something Braves related. I mean, because like you said, they're they're lights out right now. Some, some yep. way, somehow, we're going to back <laughs> someone individually. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, let's go or hell no. BetQL Network.